Welcome to Watershed's November podcast. My name's Mark Cosgrove and I'm the cinema curator at Watershed. The way women and women's bodies are used to sell and promote came publicly into focus recently through an exchange between singers Sinead O'Connor and Miley Cyrus. Following Cyrus's homage stroke reference in her Wrecking Ball video to O'Connor's iconic Nothing Compares to You video. Roughly paraphrased, O'Connor cautioned Cyrus to not allow herself to be sexualised and objectified for the purposes of selling. The counter-argument is that Cyrus is very much in control of her image and using her sexuality to reinforce that image of strength. In a recent lecture for Wired 2013 conference, actress Natasha McElhone widened the debate through her experience of reading a part she had been offered in a script to discuss the imbalance of over-sexualised images of women in the media and film, where women are defined by their looks. Whilst thinking about this issue of female representation in film stroke media, I came across writer-director Joss Whedon talking to an Equality Now conference where he shared his Black the Comic experience of being asked the same question by the press about why he writes such strong female characters. This issue of representation of women of course isn't new, just two references that came immediately to mind. In the 1950s, philosopher Simone de Beauvoir said man is defined as a human being and woman as female. In the 70s, film theorist Laura Mulvey argued that classic Hollywood cinema was predicated on women visually presented as objects of the male gaze. Interestingly, five films this month in different ways engage with these issues. All have women as their central characters and all, I think, in different ways offer rich, complex images of women. Chilean film Gloria is a subtle, joyous portrait of a late 50s divorcee who starts a new relationship. It is in the detail of Pauline Garcia's performance and her character's interactions with her grown-up children, ex-husband and new partner that director Sebastian Lelio captures the emotional range of a middle-aged woman. Perhaps its most radical contribution to the debate above is to show sexual desire from Gloria in all her naked glory. The Nun is an adaptation of Diderot's classic of French literature. Set in 1760, it explores a young woman's rebellion against authority and organised religion. Suzanne is forced to take religious vows and comes under the reign of a sadistic mother superior. This battle between individual identity and authority is heightened by the way in which the character of Suzanne reveals the desires and frailties of those around her. François Ozon's Jeune et Jolie explores the explosive and subversive power of a teenage girl's sexuality has on her family. Ozon came in for criticism for the portrayal, made more critical in certain quarters by the obvious fact that Ozon is a man, something which relates to four of the five films discussed. There is a whole discussion to be had about this topic, but for now I would refer you to Joss Whedon's speech. For me, Isabel, the teenage lead, is in complete control of her actions and destiny, and it is this control which feels the most subversive element of the film. Blue is the Warmest Colour is an intense portrait of lesbian passion and love which seduced all who saw it at its premiere in Cannes. It is in the space and time director Kachish gives to the relationship that makes Blue is the Warmest Colour so intense. However, following the Palme d'Or win at Cannes, there has been a spectacular fallout between the leads and the director with accusations of exploitation. Of all the films discussed here, Blue is the one which very publicly asked the question, is this a sensitive study of lesbian relationship or a male idea of lesbian relationship? 
Finally, the great German director Margareta von Trotta, who was one of the leading forces in the German new wave of the 1970s, continues her portraits of historical female figures with Hannah Arendt. Arendt was the political theorist and philosopher who reported for the New York Times on the trial of Adolf Eichmann, one of the key Nazi figures behind the Holocaust. Like their earlier film, Rosa Luxemburg, von Trotta and actress Barbara Sokoa portray women at the heart of 20th century political thought and ideas. All of the above films open in November at Watershed. That's all for this month.